Hello and welcome to the Light Day Life podcast. I'm the host, Nina, and today I'm having a conversation with Valérie Bogart, a French creativity instructor. She teaches creativity at university and is the co-owner of art for me an organization that specializes in team building through art in the workplace. This month, Valérie and her colleague, Carole Cesario, published their first book titled Libérer sa créativité. As the book is available in French, we wanted to record an episode in English for all of you who wish to grow your creativity at a personal or group level. We often get confused about the true meaning of creativity and we tend to associate this skill mainly to art. But in the episode, Valérie explains that problem solving is creativity. No matter our profession, we all have to generate new ideas and solve problems to a certain extent. At the end of the episode, Valérie will share with you some exercises you can apply to gain confidence and grow your creativity. Hi, Valerie. How are you doing? I'm fine and I'm very happy to be here today with you. Yeah, I'm also very happy to be doing an episode with you for the ones who don't know. Valerie is my mom, so I'm doing a podcast episode with my mom. It's quite special, especially since I'm kind of interviewing her. So I feel like the roles change, you know, like now I'm the interviewer and you're the interviewee. It's kind of interesting. I'm very happy to be doing this episode with you. And of course, thank you for being on the podcast. <laughs> I'm glad to be here. And you're right. It's a bit uh, funny, but uh, I like it that way also. Yeah. Yeah. It's very nice. And it's, uh, yeah, it's special for both of us because in a few years we can, you know, look back and listen to the episode. So it's nice to have this little memory. Of course, I already know a lot about yourself, but I'm going to act as if I don't know much so that you can introduce yourself to the audience. Um, so obviously, the first question I have for you is if you can introduce yourself in a few words. Yeah, of course. I'm Valérie Bogart. I'm almost 50 years old. <laughs> and uh, I have two kids. I'm French and... Uh, I lived uh, during a long time in France and I was working in the marketing field approximately like 12 years ago. We moved abroad. We went to Mexico, then uh, the United States and then Germany. So like almost every three years, we moved from one place to another. And um, of course, it changed my life and your life also <laughs> a lot. And I had to, I had to explore new paths, and uh, in a way, it also helped me to find really who I, who I was and what I like. Yeah. So that's a lot of things to talk about, <laughs> but I always tell you that I'm very proud of your professional background because, like you just said, we moved at some point every three years. And you manage every time to start something new in each country that we move to. So, for example, in Mexico, you, I don't know if you considered it a job really or an activity, but you had certain activities. And then every time we moved, you had to reinvent yourself, stop what you were doing, start something new. And I think there's a lot of, you know, honor in that also. So it would be nice to talk about that because maybe some people are in your situation 
and might like to hear what you have to say. But I also think it's a nice example of um, how, like I said, you can reinvent yourself and how you don't always have to stick to what you studied because you're going to explain that probably right now. But at first you did a business school yeah. and now what you're doing right now, it's not what you studied, you know? So you learn also a lot by yourself throughout the years. So I think it would be great if you can talk a bit about your professional background for those reasons. Yeah, so you're right as to the business and I, I started in like a very, let's say, traditional um, job as a mar marketer. And I work in very famous companies and it was, it was fun, but uh, in fact, I never realized how creative I was. It's like as if I suddenly realized this when I arrived in, in Mexico and I, and I had time to, to do what I really liked. Um, Maybe because also those types of jobs, like you were behind your computer all day, basically, right? Kind of. Oh, yeah, yeah. It yeah. has lots of uh, statistics. Yeah. And, uh, so you don't really have and, yeah. you don't really have the chance to even explore your creativity. So maybe that's why you didn't even think that you were a creative person, simply because, you know, you just go to work, you come back from work, you have to take care of the kids, you go to sleep and then yeah. you wake up again. And then it was a kind can... of routine and it yeah. was it was OK, but um, you just I, didn't I... consider yourself creative. No, in, in a way, I had some skills that I didn't really use. And mm -hmm. then uh, I had that opportunity when I lived abroad to, to do new, new stuff, new <laughs> things. <laughs> so why did you have that opportunity and what did you do then? Basically, uh, I took uh, photographic classes and uh, also I was lucky because one of my neighbor uh, was a painting teacher and I... I I started to, to go there to, to paint with her and I realized I really like that. Um, I won't say I was especially good at it, but I really was in, I don't know, at the right place. Uh, mm. And I felt uh, it was funny and uh, all of the sudden uh, I made connection and I started to to help a non-profit organization uh, design their products to help them to, to sell them. I dare to do st stuff I never did before. Um, yeah, that was for sure. I remember that very clearly. <laughs> so basically, just to explain quickly, you went from, like we said, having a job where you spent most of the day behind the computer marketing to suddenly designing, if I'm not wrong, like you were designing bags, kind of clothing, exactly stuff yeah. um, with indigenous women, right? In yeah. Mexico, and then you were selling them. So I remember you were doing like um, kind of napkins almost, like yeah. uh, bags, you, cushions. What were you doing? Uh, cushions, yeah. Yeah, stuff like this. So it was a big shift. So I'm just saying what you were doing exactly to give an example of how it yeah. really drifted to something new. And you were designing kind of the models, uh, the oh, patterns yeah, and stuff like that. I was drawing uh, the patterns uh, uh, on the fabrics. I was going to buy the, um, the textile and mm -hmm. uh, making the association. And lots of those women couldn't really read. So I had to draw and give like clear indication for people who couldn't read. And it was a really challenging 
process and mm -hmm. also it helped me to to get more involved and to to learn spanish and uh, yeah of course i was not a lot uh, behind my computer it was really uh, handmade uh, production we could say mm -hmm. or, yeah yeah. Um, yeah like you said it had different benefits such as learning more about the culture um having social interactions with the locals helping communities and stuff like this so it's not just that you were making products but you actually your entire lifestyle kind of changed yeah, yeah clearly i didn't really care about uh, like uh maybe not care it's, it's not a good word but for me the most important stuff was to to be in connection with those women to try to help them and that's how the story began and no. I could have done something else but I, it, it was what I I don't I don't know why but suddenly <laughs> I, I thought okay uh, I can help them uh, because they they need help mm -hmm. and I started to do this and and uh, in fact, when I was younger, I, I always wanted to be a stylist and like fashion designer. Fashion designer. <laughs> and okay, then I realize why now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's really admirable. And just to explain why um, I was mentioning that you had to change every three years. Um, so when we left Mexico, obviously you had to stop that. Mm -hmm. And then we moved to the United States. Then you started something new, like a photography kind of project where you used to uh, take photographs with another group of women in Detroit. Yeah, we, call, yeah. we called it uh, Looking for Detroit. Detroit. We had a collective. We were five uh, women. And it was also a very nice project. Mm -hmm. And for me, the goal was really to discover that place, to connect with people, with local people. Yeah. And um, it's incredible what they do by their own to, to know, to help the community to, to grow. And uh, what I thought was, okay, let's take picture of those people and let's tell the story and that's how we started uh, mm -hmm. with the project and we end up with uh, selling uh, photographies photograph, yeah. and yeah mm. yeah yeah well that's why I think it's really great what you did because you know it's not easy to move so often and then you could have just said okay I'm just staying home and that's it but which is you know fine for people who want to do this but I think it's great that you decided to you know, always start a new project and uh, learn more about the culture in which you were living, learn more about the people. And even though you knew always that you were going to leave after three years, you still always took the initiative to start a project that you always had to come up with, always kind of an artistic kind of project. Um, and then when we moved to Germany, then you started Art for Me, which changed a lot <laughs> so uh, if we do the history of art for me it might take no, a while we'll it but quickly. it was yeah. basically like you started by doing how can you say it, like art classes classes yeah. with yeah, other workshops um, workshops yeah. Yeah. yeah like painting workshops and le like uh, let's let's paint all together with people who think they don't know how to paint and they don't dare how painting I was there to help them and do it like uh, 
literally like step by step and in three hours uh, drawing something like abstract but sometimes also not so abstract and but the reason why I wanted to do this was was also to help those women um, because we were in also in a very international community uh, with people I would say feeling alone and uh, like homesick and I thought, okay, it's a nice way to to connect people, to to make uh, interaction, and that's always my um, first aim, I think. Yeah, yeah. So the reason I wanted to spend some time on your professional background is because it really shows how you developed your creativity over the years. So you're going to explain to us in a second what is the definition of creativity, because we might sometimes not understand really what creativity means. But what I wanted to say is that in all those situations, you had an objective and you had to find a way to reach that objective for example in mexico you wanted to help the indigenous women in germany you wanted to bring expat families closer together so that they wouldn't be lonely for example so that was always your aim and then you had to create a project to reach that goal so i think that's you know creativity that's an example of creativity because you have to always develop the project to reach your goal And um, that's why I spent some time on your, on your professional background, because it also led you to where you are today. So it's nice for the audience to understand why you are where you are today. Um, so like I was explaining, you just gave us different examples of creativity in a way, but could you explain what is creativity? So like just a definition, your definition of creativity. Yeah. So Einstein, for example, would say creativity is intelligence having fun. Mm -hmm. And I like that quote uh, a lot. And let's say the traditional definition would be uh, creativity is uh, finding new ways of solving problems and approaching situation. And it's not restricted to artists uh, at all. And I really want to underline this. Creativity can occur in almost any field. Of course, it happens in art and music, but it also happens in mathematics, in science, in business, in education. And so anywhere there are problems to be solved, creativity can be found. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that you really taught me, I think, is that creativity is problem-solving skills. And I think, like a lot of people, I had the impression that creativity was kind of linked to art, you know? For example, when we think of a creative painter that might do some type of artwork that, you know, we've never seen before, that's out of the ordinary, but then I would say that's creative. But it's true that I think we link creativity a lot of the times to more of the art fields, but not necessarily to scientific fields, but, you know, let's say you're doing research on a specific topic in a scientific field and you need to design a research method, then that's creativity, you know, like anything can be creative um, when it involves problem-solving skills. So I think that's important that we're highlighting this because it shows that you don't only have to listen to this episode, you know, if you consider yourself an artist. Creativity is important in a lot of different fields. So that's really one thing that you taught me because I kind of had the impression that creativity was linked to art and that actually 
makes a nice transition to what we're about to do because in your <laughs> book you have at the beginning a set of questions like a quiz mm -hmm. to take for for the reader what how would you describe this quiz what is it kind uh, of like for? Um, yeah to know more about um creativity and also because lots of people have false ideas about it and so we wanted to do this to to explain like that <laughs> for example we are all creative i have some example for you so nina we can play together and could you please answer that question do you think there is a link between creativity and well-being yeah so before i answer questions <laughs> i need to say that obviously i've had conversations with my mom so i might be a bit biased but we did think it was interesting to do this exercise because Again, it's kind of two, in a way, break stereotypes about what creativity is. Um, so I will answer truthfully, but I have some ideas about the answers. Um, so I do think creativity is linked to well-being in the sense that, um, again, I'm going back with the artists, but for some artists, you know, uh, expressing their creativity could be a way for them to express themselves, express their feelings, and that's automatically linked to creativity. However, I would say that I don't associate so many well-being aspects to creativity. Again, I think my idea of um, the link between creativity and well-being is, is quite restricted. For example, me who um, has anxiety i wouldn't think that okay being creative is going to help me uh, you know be less, less anxious it wouldn't be my first thought so i do think it's linked to well-being but i don't think creativity is a word i would associate to so many well-being issues in a way mm. but in fact uh, they are linked and it's also what some uh, psychologists discovered uh, there is an entire field uh, named uh, positive psychology that explores that combination association and how to be happy a lot of time uh, when you are creative you are doing creative stuff uh, you enter in a kind of uh, state of flow um, that's a state where time flies and you are so concentrated you don't realize uh, uh, you are taking maybe two hours to do something and that's a state of well-being so it's linked and also um, it's quite obvious in fact but as we said creativity is a way of finding new solutions mm -hmm. it means it will help you to solve your daily problems and if you know that uh, you're gonna find answer solution or uh, to your little problems of your daily life of course you you are less stressed and you can also uh, collaborate in a better way and that's uh, the main uh, idea and yeah. that's the reason why i really link creativity to well-being yeah i think it's an interesting question because like i said in some aspects i would link creativity to well-being but when you hear the word well-being um, creativity i think doesn't come to your mind so easily um, 
So I think it's nice to highlight the fact that there is a strong link between creativity and well-being because maybe we need to be reminded of that <laughs> sometimes. So yeah, I think course. it was a nice question. Yeah. And so, for example, the second question I would ask you was, um, do you think that to find new ideas, you always have to think out of the box? Because we hear that a lot, think out of the box. Uh, so I don't think that you have to always think outside of the box to find new ideas, but I would say that most of the time, yes. I mean, my, my answer would be that most of the time to find new ideas, you have to think about things that people have not thought of. So then in that case, you have to think outside of the box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe we could define what, what does it mean exactly, think out, outside the box. But in fact, um, it's not always true because uh, we, we saw with studies that, for example, uh, having a deadline force you to be creative. Mm -hmm. It's not always the case. And also I wanted to un underline that um, if we are all creative, we also are all different. So I want, I want, um, I would like <laughs> everybody to, to know themselves better and also to to learn uh, when they are creative and in which circumstances they can find new ideas. You know, it's like uh, having the right context, what would work for you won't work for me and so on. Mm. So it's not like a recipe that you have to follow. You have to find your own recipe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, those were two nice questions. Mm. And yeah, I think they show how you might sometimes have false ideas, if I may say, about what creati creativity is or how we can be creative. So, I mean, that's the whole goal of this episode also, is to show the audience that we can all be creative. So I think um, to anyone listening to this episode, it might be interesting for you, you know, to think about the, the field in which you work. Again, you might be an engineer or a teacher or a hairdresser or um, waiter, I don't know, whatever. And I think it might be interesting for you to think, okay, in what way can I be creative at my workplace? So now that we talked about what is creativity, can you explain to us how creativity is expressed? So you mentioned quite clearly that we're all different. Mm. Um, so we don't express creativity the same way. Exactly. Um, for some reasons, uh, we are not all... Uh, sensible to the same senses. Uh, some of us uh, might uh, be more like connected to the hearing, some others to the viewing, uh, smelling, and uh, touching. And this is important to know to know yourself also, uh, because it will lead you to a kind of different way of expressing your creativity. And also, we we discovered there are like like a different uh, thinking profile, of, of course. I won't spend uh, lots of time on it. You can check this uh, if you want uh, more in depth to, to know yourself uh, better. Uh, for example, you have people, I would say like me, who are called uh, ideators. Mm -hmm. So there are, those are the people having lots of ideas. 
connecting the dots, uh, making a lot of association. Okay. Like maybe sometimes we have too much ideas. <laughs> yeah. It's like plenty of them. Yeah, you need to organize them. Yeah, because you have so many that you you don't always decide what you're going to do. So you have different kind of people. You have implementers, for example, who are more into getting the job done. So they, are, they would be more manual persons. They, they would like to do the prototype and test uh, Uh, a product and, and so you have to find where where you go naturally where you are best at mm -hmm. and this is important because what you do normally naturally uh, it's okay but uh, maybe you can still develop some other fields of your own creativity and cultivate it to avoid maybe having just uh, lots of ideas and never concretize them Or maybe try to work with people who would help you concretize them and yeah, mm -hmm. vice versa. And, um, yeah, so knowing how your personality is does help, I think, in many aspects of your life, not just creativity, but of course creativity then would be one of them. Yeah, also. because sometimes you don't link creativity to personal development yeah. or personality. When I discovered that, I was like, ah, okay. Uh, it explains also lots of yeah, things like for example for me mm -hmm. for example someone who might want to create a brand but has so many ideas and then they don't know which ideas to choose like do they want to do a coffee brand or a tea brand or yeah. whatever brand then you're saying okay well have you thought that creativity might actually thinking about your creative self might actually help you find your solution That's kind of what you're saying. Yeah, and in a way, each profile has its own advantage and also disadvantage. And knowing it helps you to maybe um, avoid doing al always the same things in the same way. And mm -hmm. uh, when you know that you are the kind of person having lots of ideas and when it's hard for you to take action, well, you take, uh, you, you notice it and you can challenge yourself. Mm -hmm. It's also what I wanted to explain in that book, book that uh, you can cultivate and you can develop your own creativity. It's like a muscle. Um, mm -hmm. So if you, if you want to, to run a marathon, for example, you won't just uh, do it in a day and you will train. Mm -hmm. And it's the same with your brain and your creativity. It's also lots of hope to know that, uh, okay, I can still learn, I can still uh, grow my own uh, creativity. Yeah, so you don't have to be stuck and say, okay, I'm not creative, so whatever. <laughs> you, can, uh, you can develop it. So just, I think it might be fun for the people listening to know maybe what profile they identify with. So do you want to say what are the other profiles that you haven't mentioned yet? Just quickly so that we yeah. can go over them. So you have the clarifiers and they like to search uh, the facts and understand and they take time to analyze a situation and they go in depth. So it, it, they would be like uh, Sherlock Holmes, for example, okay. you know, that yeah. kind of personality. Uh, so you also have the developers. Th those ones concentrate on one idea in particular and they transform it in a solution so it would be for example like thomas edison you know the one who always uh, 
search for the, the bubble and he, well, he is very famous because he tried and tried and tried and uh, never like he never abandoned no he's the kind of guy who never abandoned so he's very he's very famous because he said I haven't failed I've just found like t- 10 uh, thousand ways that don't work mm-hmm. so that's um, the developers okay and we have the, the ones the implementers who get the job done. Uh, so they are more into action. Um, they like to give birth to a project mm-hmm. uh, and uh, deliver a result. Uh, a result. result. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we, we talked already with uh, about ideators. So I think we have the four kind of, four kind uh, of profiles. profiles explained. Well, don't hesitate to tell us on Instagram if you <laughs> identify with, with one of the profiles. Again, I think it's interesting to look at creativity that way because there's a lot of uh, websites where you can like, um, you know, see which personality you have and stuff. But uh, yeah, I never thought about creativity. Yeah, yeah, you have profile test, but uh, this one, this, the one I, I mentioned, uh, you have to pay for it. So if you want, you can check. It's a foresight thinking profile. Okay, great. And now that we know which profile we are, <laughs> what are the benefits of creativity? We kind of talked about it a little bit because we talked about how basically creativity is solving problems so obviously when you solve problems you can have a lot of benefits from that but um, yeah I would like to know what would be your answer to someone who would ask you okay why should I buy your book why should I be more creative why should I work on my creativity yeah 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 as you mentioned it's really the soft skill or one of the main soft skills in this constantly changing world adapting has become a major issue and that requires us to find solution the world economic forum said that creativity is one of the main uh, competences needed for people who don't really know what soft skill is is mm-hmm. is uh, skills that helps you to have uh, good relationships with others so uh, you have communication critical thinking creativity those kind of skills mm-hmm. and they are in a way opposed to technical or hard skills like yeah. uh, learning uh, excel or those kind of skills that get very quickly obsolete so um, of course we say that uh, creativity would be useful to adapt yourself but it's not only to adapt yourself to being maybe more zen uh, it has also other benefits because um, it will help you to collaborate nowadays we we need others uh, we we can't really build uh, the world and find uh, new ideas all alone in mm-hmm. our home and and I think uh, we we are facing lots of challenges uh, environmental challenges Uh, well we can we can think about lots of you know main issues and I think creativity is really helping us to Mm -hmm. to find solution all together yeah also yeah okay 
Great. <laughs> Many benefits. <laughs> yeah, well, that's good to know. And I think to end this podcast episode, now that we've talked about what is creativity, um, how creativity can be expressed, what are the benefits of creativity, it would make sense to end on a part about how to be creative. Hopefully by the end of this podcast, we have now delivered a message, which is that you can be creative no matter who you are, uh, what your profession is, what your hobbies are. And, and there are many benefits to, to being creative. Of course, uh, we are all busy, you know, so there might be people who might have more time to work on their creativity. That's why I thought it would be nice to give two types of exercises. One that might be, you know, more easily done and one that might be for um, the people who want to spend more time working on their creativity. Yeah, okay. Let's do it. It's kind of a nice challenge also uh, <laughs> to, to try to help others. And I thought about doing small steps. Um, uh, for me, creativity is also having fun and playing. I will recommend you that little exercise to take time uh, at the end of the day to think about three things that happened to you and that you especially like. Write it down on a letter, on a paper. If you, you want to buy a book, you can do this. And then try to draw it, but in a very simple way. Like, like sketches. Uh, yeah, more like sketches, uh, kind of pictograms and a very easy stuff that, uh, okay, maybe a kid could do. Mm -hmm. and, uh, we are not here to to judge the, the technique yeah way. judging the technique but more to express yourself in a different way yeah like try 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 new things and so it could be like anything that happened in your day from you know more maybe important events to smaller events such as i ate an ice cream something like that. oh yeah yeah it yeah. can be really like uh, today i had my yoga session my yoga yoga class and uh, was so nice i feel so relaxed uh, right mm. now or i had a lunch with a friend uh, you know like uh, yeah. those kind of stuff and try to yeah to visualize to draw it and because it will uh, help you to develop your brain <laughs> we won't have like uh, uh, classes about brain but uh, it's like when you use logic and uh, more intuition you connect really uh, your your brain and um, a psycho a psychologist mm -hmm. named tony buzin is the father of the mind mapping and all the visual thinking and it helps you to be more active to concentrate and it helps you to to learn more so it has lots of benefits so it's a nice way to to try yeah yeah it's kind of like change your way of thinking yeah okay but slowly and that can help you well first of all maybe think more positively but also be more creative in the in the long term yeah in fact creativity is also linked to optimism when you are creative oh yeah it might be hard to be creative <laughs> if you're like 
if you are if pessimist. You're, if you're pessimist. Um, because a creative person uh, will say, how might we? What crazy thing could I actually do? So you have to, yeah, to, to, to imagine it's possible. And it's how, mm. uh, it's how uh, it can be powerful if you, if you think, okay, I will try it, but I'm sure it's not going to work. Of course, it's not going to work. So it's like uh, if you are learning a new language, no? being more positive and also take time to visualize uh, through the small drawing mm -hmm. it will help you to get that uh, that skills also and maybe later on you can do a mind map and uh, it's a new a new field if it's if it's a new field for you and i'm quite sure you will love it no oh, okay well, that's <laughs> it's very uh, optimistic yeah it's very funny in fact And the second exercise. Okay, so for the second exercise, I will give you a technique to help you unlock your creativity. And uh, this is find something new during 21 days. So ah. find something new to do. Yeah, find something new to do. <laughs> uh, so give, you, give yourself the opportunity to explore new topics, to be curious. And also avoid doing always the same things and um, try to do things you are unfamiliar to and you have to accept maybe uh, to, to have a lunch with someone you are not really used to, to have a lunch with or for example uh, I used to say if you are used to eat always the same things maybe try something new. Yeah, it can new. be easy. It can be something as simple as drinking tea if you're used to drinking coffee, for example. Yeah, but uh, of course, I recommend you to do bigger <laughs> if you can. Uh, do, do new connections, uh, spend time yeah, with people who you don't really know. And um, it's going to be funny because at the beginning, it's quite easy. Mm -hmm. And then at a certain point, you consider, oh, oh, I don't have any new ideas. And that's when you really start to also make a new mm -hmm. connection in your brain and okay. uh, help uh, your creativity to get stronger. As we said, it's a muscle and you, you, you need it to train. Mm. So it's a nice cha challenge. Yeah. Do you think about something? What would you do for the first step or first thing um, what would I do <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question maybe it could be some kind of sports you know like uh, go running for example I don't go running very often so okay that could be an example yeah why not yeah start with this <laughs> and then you you can discover okay in fact uh, i like that or maybe okay i i really dislike but now i know why and you will dare to do also new stuff because we didn't talk about it but uh, lots of people stay in their comfort zone mm -hmm. without knowing it's possible to make that step it's not so hard and yeah. it really changed your entire way of seeing stuff um, and the more you do it the more you get used to it and then you will eventually do it without even thinking about it yeah that's yeah. the point because i don't 
wake up thinking, okay, today I have to be creative. It's like, okay, I wake up, I breathe and ideas yeah. come. So it has to be like something you do. Inst instinct. Almost, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. That normal. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Yeah, because if it my... has to become like a, a task, a heavy task that you have to do every day, then it doesn't work on the long term. So no, it has... you have to see it as a game almost. Yeah, yeah, we say it has to be fun and you have to play with it and it's for yourself. So yeah. In a way, it's a big deal, but it's not a big deal. I mean, uh, <laughs> you understand? It's it's for for a better life, and uh, mm -hmm. but it doesn't have to be uh, something that stress you out. Yeah, that's not the goal. No. I guess. <laughs> okay. Well, that was very nice. I think we have a very um, how can I say like a complete episode. We kind of touched on all the important points. I don't know if you feel like there's something you want to add, maybe as a last word or something. You know, creativity is my passion, so I could talk about it uh, during hours. For and, hours. Uh, yeah, that's also why I wrote a, a book and I, I give workshop. And um, I think we we have, we said the main main things and what I really wanted to to. To say to people that uh, it's it's possible for everybody to get um, to be more creative, mm -hmm. to cultivate that skill, and it will really help them mm -hmm. adapting themselves. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you very much. Of course, the goal of this episode was to, like you just mentioned, um, address what are the main facts maybe one should know about creativity so it was to give some tips but also to share some information so we both hope that then you learn something new in this episode well the book is in french the book libérer sa créativité that you wrote so unfortunately if you don't speak french then you you can't buy it if you do then of course do so <laughs> but yeah if you can't buy it because it's in french the goal was also to give um you know some content that english speakers can listen to because you mentioned some points that are you know explained in the book so that's also nice to have an alternative maybe so for people who don't speak french before we finish do you want to say where people can find you where they can find the book anything like that Yeah, so on Instagram, my name is Happy Bogart. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, my website is artforme.fr. Mm -hmm. And uh, the book, you can buy it uh, in, I would say, every bookstore. Mm -hmm. And you can also order it on uh, Fnac, Amazon, well, the, the, the main platforms. The main platforms. Okay. And I think that's it that's it well that's that's very good so um, i'll be happy to share if you have a future projects about creativity i'll share them on the instagram account of the podcast which is the life they live underscore podcast on on instagram yeah i'm very happy that we shared more about your your story because i think it's again very nice and i'm very proud of like the of the work you've been doing all these years and now to see that you're a uh, like we said, creativity teacher, you know, <laughs> that you wrote your own book um, and that all of this is self-thought, you know, you didn't attend any any school, I think is very special. 
And I thank you for sharing your knowledge, of course, with me every day, but with the audience on the podcast. So thanks again. Thanks, Ina. I was very happy to be here and it was very special for me. Yeah. And uh, I hope the listeners also liked it. Don't hesitate to let us know if you have any comments. Uh, you can always contact me on Instagram. And I'll see you soon on a new episode. Bye.